This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Both of us are playing air guitar. <laughs> Here in the Odyssey Palace Studios, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, of course, Tony Gwynn Jr. is in Philadelphia. That's where the Padres are, getting ready for Game 3 of the National League Championship Series tomorrow at 4.30. Welcome back to Gwynn and Chris, everybody. Day off for the NLCS, but not a day off for us to to not be upset. I, I uh, really, I mean, this, uh, this has got me, has thrown me for a loop. The uh, Gold Glove... Finalists were announced today for the National League and Major League Baseball, for that matter. And uh, Manny Machado, not going to win the gold glove this year at third base. Why? He's not even a finalist. And uh, this has to be one of the great oversights that I've ever seen. Uh, Tony, I really thought he was going to win the award. You know, I thought he was going to beat out Arenado this year. He was so spectacular in every way. And it was funny today because I was going through my Twitter feed and I think it was Jesse uh, Agler, your your partner there on the broadcast, who said, hey, congratulations to Jake Cronenworth and Hassan Kim and Trent Grisham and Juan Soto and, you know, the fact that they're all finalists. And he was referring to that and that whole thing. And I thought to myself very quickly, well, what about Manny? And then I just thought, nah, probably didn't bother even taking time to congratulate Manny because it was so obvious that he'd be a finalist. And then come to find out he's not. And so yeah. this is really something I, you know, I don't know why I'm taking this personally, Tony, but I, I feel like I, I thought You're I San knew. San Diegan, that's why. Yeah, well, that and the fact that I thought I knew something about baseball. You know, I mean, I watch, you know, 160 games a year, and I thought I was pretty good at being able to spot somebody who could field. And yeah. this is really amazing. So. I, I, I guess you just got to wear it. There's nothing else we can do at this point. Listen, obviously I'm biased. I watched Manny for all but, what, maybe four games this year yeah. and the games that he missed. Um, so I clearly have a great understanding of how really how good he is at third base. But I, I will offer this. I think Manny's defensive year last year was better. Um, I, I just think he had more opportunities to make ridiculous plays um, and he, and you know, I haven't, I got to look at the exact numbers of what he did last year, but I thought last year was his like best opportunity to take out, uh, Arenado and it didn't happen. And so, you know, when I look at the year he had, you also have to remember 
because of that ankle injury for maybe the last, what, two months of the season, he pretty much dealt with it. He may not have been as active as we are used to seeing him. Now, he's seemingly gotten a little bit healthy, but even towards the end, we've seen times with him limping around over there. Anything hit to him that he gets his glove on, he's catching. Like, he's he's that good. But I will say this. Although I think his year last year was better, outside of Arenado, I don't see how he's not on this list. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, listen, again, I watch Manny every day, so I'm biased. I don't understand how, at the very least, he's not on this list ahead of Ryan McMahon. Who was the third? And Cabrian Hayes, Cabrian Hayes. Yes, Cabrian Hayes. The two series I saw Cabrian Hayes, really before the first series, hearing from everybody in Pittsburgh, man, this guy is unbelievable. I believe he went out and made like two or three errors in the series. <laughs> and I remember, I remember a few of them coming up and like, hey, I don't know what happened. Like he's never like this. And then I saw the same thing in San Diego. But you know, that's just a a, a window into yeah. what six games. So it's a short sample. It's a short sample size. So who am I to say that they're not deserving? But again, it's hard for me to imagine Manny not being on the list at all. <laughs> it's really amazing. Let, let's talk for just a second, Tony, how the voting goes or how this works. I mean, this is managers throughout baseball. This is coaches throughout baseball. There's a sabermetric uh, aspect to it. I wanted to ask you this. Do you think there's anything to the fact that this could be a bit of a personality thing with Manny Machado? And, and I, you know, look, he seems pretty well misunderstood and disliked to a certain extent, uh, certainly by fan bases throughout baseball. I don't know if that translates down to the dugout and opposing managers, but I'm just trying to figure out how they could watch this guy play third base and not think he's one of the best. So I'm trying to come up with an excuse for it. Um, you know, I mean, could that be, could that have entered into this or could he just, could it just be the simple fact that, you know, he makes every play look so effortless that we just, they don't notice what we notice on a day-to-day basis. I, I, I mean, let's, I'll answer that by saying there are 30 managers and I think it's six coaches up to six coaches from each team. So it's, it's 30 managers plus up to six coaches from each team. Let's just look at society and how we look and judge one another. You have to think that at least at least one of the 30 managers is not going to solely base it off what he sees. There's going to be some feelings involved. And, I mean, you would like to think in a perfect world everybody can remove the feelings, remove what they've heard, remove what maybe they saw at one point, and just stick to what's happening on the field. But we know that's just not how things work as human beings, right? Like that's – there's going to be some type – and so I answer your question by saying I hope not. I really hope that it's just strictly based off of what they're seeing on the field, how they're seeing it, um, and the cyber matrix. I, I haven't seen uh, any of the, the defense stuff, uh, the index stuff. That's 25% of the vote. But, you know, yeah, of course that's 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 probably an element of it in there. I don't know how much. But, yeah, for sure, it's got to be in there a little bit. But even with that being said, every manager that we've come across or we've heard talk, they always bring up how terrific he is I know. on both sides. So I don't know what the real answer to that is. I have a hard time seeing 30 managers say, yeah, 
You know, I got uh, Ryan McMahon and Cabrian Hayes as better shortstops, or excuse me, better third basemen than, than Manny. I have a hard time seeing that, but clearly the vote says differently. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Manny Machado, not a finalist for the Gold Glove at third base in the National League this year. Um, you know, I, I don't know that anybody's had a chance to even talk with Manny about this. He's got to feel some type of way about it. Now, if I know him, he's going to use it as motivation to go out and make every play twice as good as he already makes them. But I, you can't force defense. I mean, he, he's already in such great positioning all the time. He's already so smooth. There's nothing he can do to make any of the plays look more difficult. You know, for example, I mean, the double play that he started, you know, yesterday against Bryce Harper, he made that look like it was a routine ground ball to shortstop, and it just wasn't. I mean, when Bryce Harper hit that ball, Tony, I don't know what your first thought was. My first thought was, oh, no, base hit. They're going to have two on and the tying run coming to the plate. Then I saw Manny was going to get to it somehow, and I'm like, I can't believe he's going to get to this and maybe get one out. The next thing I know is throw was online and they had a two outs and it just, I, I just don't see how he can make that more look difficult because he yeah, really made I, it look smooth. The, the, the difficulty of that play to me wasn't him getting the ball. I never thought for one second he wasn't going to get to it, but because of him having to slide his body the way he did towards third base, the question was, could he get enough on the throw to make it worth trying to turn that double play. And he got so much on that throw and got rid of it so fast, it actually made that double play look easy, which is uh, another thing I think plays against Manny. I honestly believe that. He's kind of got the Gary Templeton syndrome, which is those dudes are so athletic and unique in what they can do defensively that it appears easy to them. In reality, you put 29 other people guys at that spot to do the same thing most of them aren't going to be able it's going to look harder they may make the play but it's going to look like the great play that you know maybe everybody else makes it look like whereas you know with with Tempe in the 80s and and now Manny they just make it look remarkably easy and because it's not that wow factor it doesn't look like the wow factor I think that I think that also hurts him yeah, well, there's no disrespect out here for any of these players that are getting finalists. I mean, obviously the Padres are well represented. Got Cronenworth at second base, Hassan Kim at shortstop, Trent Grisham, Juan Soto in the outfield. So I don't want to take anything away from the Gold Glove Award itself, but this is really a travesty. I, 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 I am honestly just beyond uh, belief that that this could happen, and uh, you know, I only hope that you know Manny uses it as fuel here for the next you know couple of weeks, you know, for whatever fuel he can use to help you know keep it going for the Padres. I know that you know all of these awards, all of these polls that come out, they are just that. They're just somebody's opinion. We don't have to agree with them. And in this case, I don't think you're going to find too many Padre fans who do agree with it. Um, you know, you go back to the beginning of the playoffs, MLB, you know, dot com, you know, rated the Padres as the 12th best pitching staff out of 12 teams in the playoffs. And right. I didn't believe that one either. So, you know, they're, they're, these things aren't always right. And eventually you have to prove it on the field. And, you know. I don't know what to say, man. You've proved it to all of us in San Diego. Just keep on doing what you do. And, you know, I don't think he plays for the recognition, but I think the fans do play for the respect of the players on their team. 
And in this case, that respect is being uh, totally overlooked. Yeah, no doubt. I All right. Everything you said. We'll take a break, come back. Much more Gwen and Chris on the way ahead of Game 3 of the National League Championship Series. The Padres and their weak fielding third baseman will take on the Phillies tomorrow afternoon at 4.30. We'll come back with more Gwen and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 